Hello and welcome to The Bob Edwards Show for Thursday, April 17th. In 1954, the Supreme Court ruled that separate but equal education was wrong, but segregation persisted in housing and public accommodations. One could be barred from hotels, restaurants, and entire neighborhoods on the basis of race. Fifty years ago, Congress finally made those practices illegal. Today I'm talking with Clay Risen of the New York Times, author of The Bill of the Century, The Epic Battle for the Civil Rights Act, and Todd Purdon, a senior writer at Politico, and author of An Idea Whose Time Has Come, Two Presidents, Two Parties, and The Battle for the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And later in the hour, we'll remember singer-songwriter Jesse Winchester, who died last week at age 69. The original sin of the Republic is codified into its founding document. The Constitution describes slaves as less than human, worth only three-fifths of a free person. The legacy of that compromise is with us even now, and has sown violence, institutional racism, and during brief interludes, a sense of higher purpose. Fifty years ago, legislative leaders in Washington were preparing the final push to pass the Civil Rights Act. It was a time when deliberation and thoughtfulness triumphed over reactionary populism. There are two new books that detail the efforts that crafted the Civil Rights Act, and their authors are with me today. Clay Risen is an editor of the New York Times op-ed section, and his book is titled The Bill of the Century. Todd Purdom is a national editor at Vanity Fair and the author of An Idea Whose Time Has Come. And he says the impetus for the legislation was the fact that a hundred years after the Civil War, its promise had not been fulfilled. By the time John Kennedy came to office, the Civil Rights Movement was in full swing. Martin Luther King and um, Montgomery, with the bus boycott in 1955, had begun the crusade that was culminating as Kennedy took office in all kinds of direct action, the Freedom Rides throughout the South, and then by the spring of 1963, those horribly upsetting, painful demonstrations in Birmingham, Alabama, where Bull Connor's policemen turned fire hoses and dogs on protesters and young people, even children, knocking them to the ground with high-pressure hoses and outraging the world. You write about a contentious meeting Robert Kennedy had with a group of prominent blacks, including James Baldwin, Harry Belafonte, Lena Horne, Lorraine Hansberry. What happened in that meeting? Well, it was, by all accounts, an absolutely searing exchange in which the attorney general wanted to defend the administration's record, make the point that they had done more than any other president so far for civil rights, which was true insofar as it went. And the intellectuals countered by saying, if this is the best white America can do, it's not good enough, and you don't understand the...